Hi, Em. Hi, Kay. How are you doing today? <laughs> wow. What a, 2020 is 2020-ing. But anyway, roll the intro. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to a pair of Carrots podcast, giving an unsparing critique of One Direction. I'm Em. And I'm Kay. And in today's episode, Little Black Dress, we will, we will be discussing Harry, fashion, and our confusion. But before we go on any further, we'd like to thank today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Lotion. For all the hand washing during the pandemic and the dry skin needs of winter, Lotion is there to heal and nurture your skin and your soul. Okay, so Harry and fashion. What a what a topic. What a what a current event. <laughs> Truly. And this has been the subject of so many of our recent conversations. And we've been waiting so, so long to talk about it. And I'm so, so excited this time. Um, and I think most of our current focus will be on the current styling of the one Mr. Harry Styles. So I thought it would be good that we start with just kind of a quick recap. I know we did Carolyn Watson. We talked about fashion there. But since Harry has spent a good 10 years in the public with a variety of fashion choices over the years, um, I, w- I figured we'd like do a little quick recap of where he's been. So if you are not familiar with Harry's outfits or, you know, y- we're all on the same page here. For sure. And also, you know, we may have become a bit more versed in talking about fashion since the Caroline Watson episode. But please remember, we're not fashion critics. No. Or fashion people. So, like, we might just be like, oh, my God, ew, or oh, my God, cute, you know? But, like, just hang with it. <laughs> I also, I feel like I want to say from the beginning, I feel like if you've been listening to us, you clearly know where we stand on this. But, like, just to make it super clear, since Harry's, like, very recently caused some controversy for some unknown reason, um, we clearly, Harry can wear whatever he wants. Like, people can wear whatever they want. Like, we're not, like, at all upset. The confusion with Harry has nothing to do with some of his, I guess, like, gender, con- quote-unquote, controversial choices if you're a conservative critic. Like, we are so here for that. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, I feel like... Yeah, if anything, we don't think he goes far enough. <laughs> basically it. This is kind of the spoiler alert there. We're going to get into it. But just so if you're having any doubts or issues, no, we are not going to tell Harry. We definitely voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> Which clearly now means that we know something about fashion. (laughs) Right? The aviators really, really are our style choice. (laughs) But before we get into Harry's great Vogue cover, um, well, I guess we should start with like how we were introduced to Harry. So like, I think we talked about it from the beginning, but like Harry walked into that X Factor audition with like really low pants. He wore like a lot of like sweaters and blazer kind of things. He was very preppy, but like very like, teenage boy I mean he was 16 right like teenage boy looking cool you know um for sure this other this youtuber who um hot Lamode, you all should follow him he's great I watched this video he had on Harry Styles and he was talking about how he focused on Harry's skinny scarf during his audition Ooh. and basically what he ended up saying is that the tw- 2010 was not a good year for, for anyone in fashion so he commended Harry for the effort yeah I mean I feel like the one consistent thing about Harry is he seemed to have like wanted to try throughout the years, even if it like 10 years later, it kind of looks like a mist, you know, like he was trying. Um, he also wore a lot of like Jack Willis tracksuits during this early era. Do you those like that green one he had that was like full green outfit? Um, For sure. And some really like just awful pairs of sneakers. But, you know, he looked he was it was fun. Great times. Um, and so, like, in Carolyn Watson, too, was dressing him, like, very, Harry had, like, the very blazers, he had a little bow tie, like, Harry was, I guess, the preppy, preppiest of them. Um, yes, love to his own devices, at 16, he looked like a six-year-old boy, and then, <laughs> you know, Caroline Watson entered his life, and so this began, so once again, we might as well just give all this credit to Caroline <laughs> True, true, but also, I think that Harry, as we get to in the next, my next, um, I guess, event in his fashion world. Um, he in he also made a lot of friends in the fashion industry. Has been friends with a lot of models for a long time, a lot of designers for a long time. And the first time we saw him in public, the September twenty twelve Burberry fashion show, he was in the front row, 
Um, and that was, I think, I think that was the first time we'd seen him in a major fashion event. Um, I think he might have had, there was like rumors. Of course, there's always rumors with Harry that he's like dating someone and that's why he's there. But like, for whatever reason, Harry was there at that fashion show. Check out the fashion. Um, so I also, think, yes. It's worthy. It's also noteworthy to talk about how um, he was really good friends with Nick Grimshaw. Mm who is really good with, who is the House of Holland? Henry Holland. Ooh. And Nick Grimshaw is like, is in with like all of like those London, like really cool, like mid 2000s people like Alexa Chung and Henry Holland. So I feel like that was, and then that in the summer 2012 is when like Harry and Nick were very, very close. So I can imagine that that was also like Harry's into like the fashion world too. Yes, and he is also very good friends with Alexa Chung now. I think probably because of that Nick Grimshaw connection. But yes. Um, so 2012, I feel like, is kind of the point where we see Harry and Caroline Watson um, taking a turn. So I think also when we talked in the Caroline Watson episode, I think it was around this time when, like, she, they were starting to recognize, like, brands and stuff like that. And they were asking for certain brands, you know. You had, like, these kids who were probably like, oh, we've got money now. What are brands? Um, the time when Harry was starting to wear a lot of, like, Saint Laurent stuff, like, 2012, 2013, um, a lot of that time. Also notable in 2013 were his very classic look which I don't know about you but I was realizing as someone who like went to high school like you know I'm like around the same age as Harry but like this is a few years after high school I feel like a lot of his like 2013 outfits were a lot of just what like high school boys I went to school wearing was maybe it was Southern California but, like skinny jeans real oh yeah I mean I feel like yeah but without instead of the Chelsea boot they were wearing like Vans right because like no one I feel like also, I, I mean, I went to high school in Southern California. It was a little hot here for that. So, you know, but like all, I feel like all of them are wearing skinny jeans. But for whatever reason, people found this highly fashionable during the time. Um, Harry Styles, I feel like for like a good like solid year, he basically wore black skinny jeans, a t-shirt and Chelsea heeled boots with like jewelry. Yeah, it was like, um, what, like what? At the time, I was sort of watching fashion videos because <laughs> I didn't want to do my homework. And it seemed like that was... Also, you look at people like Dougie Pointer, who was uh, from McFly, who was also dating um, uh, Ellie Golding at the time. It was really interesting because what Dougie Fly was wearing is what Harry would wear like two days later. <laughs> it was kind of questionable. <laughs> but I think it was definitely Harry who was like, Saint Laurent is what you should what you should be wearing, and I feel he kind of started like a whole revolution. He really did. I mean, and like to be fair, I will say during this time, if you look at One Direction on stage, they all look very cohesive. Like Harry's not doing anything besides his boots. Like the boots were like a pretty Harry staple, I would say. But like no one else is doing. Like they all look very. Nothing of what he's doing looked particularly. That's the genius of Caroline Watson. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but for whatever reason, regardless of whether or not I found this noteworthy, you found this noteworthy, he does win the, um, he does win a 2013 um, British Style Icon Award, um, and he beat, so who he beat that year, Cara Dublin, David Beckham, and Kate Middleton, um, with again, this black skinny jeans Chelsea boot look, that is what wins him a British Fashion Award, um, Again, this is, I think, the start of my confusion. It's not that he didn't look good. It's just a little confusing to me. Um, he also claimed during this award, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but that he only wore, only owned two pairs of jeans. Um, and he was, like, very confused on how I got this award. I think we're all confused. But here we go. Harry is now a style icon. Um, I also just, I think, because, like, in my research for this, quote-unquote research, um, I think it's really funny just mentioning on the Chelsea boot point that he has a couple stories of how this originated. They, in 2017, he claims that someone stole his sneakers and that like that is why he started wearing Chelsea boots. And in 2019, he's claiming that he's been wearing Chelsea boots since the beginning. So for whatever reason, Harry and the Chelsea boot are kind of just an iconic duo. And it won him a fashion award. Um, so, okay, so now we're in... We're moving on 2014, 2015. Again, as we said, Saint Laurent phase. He's wearing like blouses. And I feel like this is when he starts. For a while there, it was only black skinny jeans, a lot of black t shirts, sometimes a white t shirt, but it was like a plain t shirt. Sometimes it would be a band t shirt. Sometimes it would be like 
but it was a very much like a like a very solid look and I think 2014 2015 is when he starts wearing like more like floral blouses and I think technically stuff that would be on women's racks but like you know he wore them unbuttoned or he wore them with scarves or like a lot of his stage outfits I think got more colorful and they're usually all Saint Laurent stuff too um including his major and then we kind of move I guess in the end of this era and closing out his One Direction world he wore I believe this is his first a public appearance in a Gucci shoe Gucci suit at um, 2015 AMAs, I believe, American Music Awards. If you look this up, it is a white and black floral print. It is, it's a bold choice, I guess. I don't know what you thought about it, but it is not my favorite. Um, but it is like head to toe, one print, and it is a Gucci suit, which I believe. My only issue with 2013 to present Harry is the... Um is the tailoring. That's all the only issue I have. So I like that suit, but I was like the tailoring. Yeah. I mean, yes, which we will, we will, I'm sure get into deeper, but yeah. Um, I also think it's really funny that like, um, at least for me, I'm like, wow, I could never show my face upon doing this podcast. Cause people will be like, well, where did you get the nerve? And I'm like, you know what? I watch what I watch. I watch the devil wears Prada. I know fashion. I just can't afford it. <laughs> well, and that's like, I don't know. I think that's like is a really interesting thing about like my general confusion with the fashion industry as like someone who like, yes, I feel like I have found like one or two designers that is like my go-to fashion. And like, it's not, I don't know. I just, I yeah, I don't afford it. I feel like if you look good and comfortable and affordable, like that is my thing. I'm also just very confused about high fashion. I guess. But I watched Project Runway, so I feel like I know what I'm talking about, you know? Uh, twenty Back to Harry's timeline. Um, in 2015, he leaves One Direction, and we are out of the Caroline Watson era. Harry Lambert is his stylist that he has stayed with for the past five years. Um, and I feel like we, like, what, I feel like this is kind of like a gradual timeline for Harry, you know, of like, developing what he likes his sense of style sense of color all that kind of stuff in 2016 I feel like he does I I'm sure he's he's on so many magazine covers but I feel like another man um the uh, 2016 another man photo shoot is of like a really big one he wore not very traditional you know masculine looking stuff I feel like this is kind of like the first time you see him like playing with that in like a photo shoot kind of way um and in 2017 he would he did the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, which I know is not really like performing at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is not necessarily a part of fashion, but the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is one of those fashion things that super confuses me as like a thing. But like that's just my own thing. Um, but he was there. I think also friends with a lot of models again, because he's like very involved in this world. Um, and also in that year, I feel like this is the year where he was touring his first album and basically all during his tour um, on stage, Harry was wearing different Gucci suits every night. Some, I, mostly, I mean, some of them were also just custom made stuff. Some of them were not all Gucci, but like a lot of just like very different patterns of suits. That was what he was performing with for the whole first album tour. Um, and then, so then we get to 2019. And in 2019, um, Harry Styles hosts the Met Gala. He is the youngest co-chair ever. Um, and so, I mean, like, what I mean, like, Harry's, like, and I think we'll get into, like, why we're confused by this. Um, but Harry is, like, not just, like, in the fashion world, not just, like, respected as a style icon. He is, like, making records in the fashion world. You know, like, that. he's not, like, you don't just, not everyone just gets to host the Met Gala. You know, like, it's a big deal to host in that gala. It is a big, fancy thing. And, yeah. So the theme was camp. Um, Harry had a couple different outfits that night. It was a big fashion moment for him. Um, I feel like it really solidifies his, like, place in, like, the high fashion world, you know? Whatever. Um, and now we're finally, we're here in 2020, which has been a year, I guess, where we don't really know what he'd be wearing on tour right now. Um, we've gotten a couple of live performances in the past couple of years. So we've seen like, you know, big pants where he's wearing a lot of big pants now. That's kind of the thing I think that has changed like since like his first album to this album, a lot of like big high-waisted pants and t-shirts and 
um, a couple of different stage outfits. Like his 2020 Brits outfit was like this like lace bodysuit, which was cool. Um, now at the end of 2020, he became the first solo male cover feature. What is the word for that? What do you mean? Did you just of... did you is not that, just say that, it? Did I was... say that right? The first solo male yes, cover yes, on Vogue. Yes. Um, he was yes, which is a big deal. Uh, for like, I mean, how however many years Vogue has been around, um, they've had male on the cover, like Zayn Malik was on the cover, but he was with Gigi. So it is a big deal in the fashion world to be on Vogue and be by yourself. Um, and he also recently started a Gucci movie because he's been doing a lot of modeling for Gucci because he's just like a brand spokesperson for them now. Um, and he just, I think this in the past week, he released his Variety Hitmakers um, cover, which like, I just need to take a moment to say that he like captioned his Instagram photo, bring back family men in response to the criticism he got from the Vogue cover. And I'm very proud of Harry for like clapping back on that. So it's not a thing Harry would usually do. But anyway, now we are here. Welcome to 2020. We've gone through Harry Styles history. So now that we're here, where do we want to start? <laughs> <laughs> that was a really wonderful conference. I'm going to applaud you. That was amazing. Um, get you a degree. Um, okay, so who? Interesting. I guess it's like, I don't know, like, you know, I think it just, I think where I would like to start is that Gucci is a Gucci film. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think it just kind of encapsulates, like, just how confused we both are mm -hmm. by this. Soup's happy for him because clearly we love him so much. But I think, so, um, uh, For if you haven't watched the Gucci <laughs> video even though we talked about it last week and we should have. Um, in the video, Harry is talking to uh, an Italian cultural critic about art and about, I guess, like the avant-garde and like stepping outside of your comfort zone and like doing something that's really, really creative. Um, and like, I mean, he's an incredible artist and a, and a great human being, of course. Would I say he's like a genius worth noting in terms of how art needs to go forward? Absolutely not. <laughs> and so I think it was just really fascinating to kind of see how like, it's, it's Alexander McKelly, right? Alessandro McKelly, excuse me. Um, and I think it's like, I forget how much fashion is just about like hype culture and like the way fashion propels itself is by telling us this is cool. This is what you should be wearing. This is who you should be listening to. And I think that was like a perfect example. And so I think as fans who like know Harry Styles from One Direction and are also his age, if not a bit older, I think we're able to like, at least for me, it's really weird to like have the world tell me that Harry Styles is this person for me to look to in terms of like cultural, a culture maker. <laughs> Cause I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I still remember the kid who like tried to like drag his new shoes on the ground so they could look a little bit cooler. Um, and so I think like, I think it was really cool watching him like step out, like in the, in like 2012, 2013, 2014, like stepping out and trying to figure himself out. But I think, I think what was interesting is that like, I will always talk about Dougie Pointer because like, if you look at what Dougie Pointer was wearing, Literally two weeks later, Harry Styles was wearing the exact same thing, right? Like this wasn't like Harry's invention or his stylist. It was Dougie. It was like Harry saw Dougie Pointer and was like, I want to wear that. And like even down to his hair, down to the scarves in his hair, down to like the sweatshirts, down to the jeans, down to the shoes, Dougie Pointer wore it first. And so I think in true Aquarius fashion, Harry was just able to be like, yeah, I totally invented this by myself. <laughs> Um, and so I think what was interesting is like you have this like super charming kid who is like he could easily just be like a bro's bro, but look at him. Wow, look at that like hint of femininity in his clothing. Wow, he's wearing floral. Wow, his hair is long. Wow, he has like a scarf in his head. And I think he just started taking these like small steps where like you know how we just give mediocre white men praise for like the smallest of things. I think that's what happened <laughs> with Harry. And I think that's maybe why you and me Emma are just kind of confused because like he's not doing anything. <laughs> and I think um 
Uh, I think also considering, I think Emmy brought this up, like you were thinking about like David Bowie and like, if you're thinking of like, of these like male pop artists who like really took up, who like really stepped off the ledge and like, were like, no, I'm going to take it there. You have David Bowie, you have Prince, Mercury. you have, I'm sure you have like, yeah, Freddie Mercury, you have like scores at Elton John, you have scores of, of like, of, um, and then like you think of like all the queer male, like the queer male artists, right? Who've never, who don't get this kind of, who like really took it there. Um, and I just think it's kind of like, he didn't do anything. I think he just went avant-garde within the mainstream, which is interesting. But I'm like, until you wear, I'm really proud you wore that jumpsuit, my guy. But until you're literally wearing a leotard a la um, David Bowie on stage, like we're, you're not getting my like, oh my God, yet. No, that was a lot. <laughs> I, I think I feel like the other people that like I've talked about before because I love sports too, and like looking at the world of sports fashion, um, particularly I think of like NFL and NBA athletes, um, especially like black athletes who I think have been like a lot of them get a lot of criticism for like the things they're wearing, but like I think especially like of like Cam Newton who is uh who's an NFL quarterback and he wears like really like. Like, he'll wear, like, a top hat, you know, like, as he's walking in to, like, play a game, you know, or, like, he wears, like, really interesting things that I feel like people feel are avant-garde. And then Harry Styles wears them, and he gets a cover shoot, you know? Like, I think about Harry, oh, yeah. Yeah, not to mention, so you also think about, like, Jaden Smith, right? Like, um, he was wearing, he, like, wore... Um, he was wearing this like five years ago. He was like, he was wearing, I don't know, was it Chanel or something? I just remember him doing a campaign and he was wearing a dress. And I remember like the shade room, like was so rude to him. And like, so like, um, was like, there was so much, like, I don't, is the word massage? I don't even know (laughs) when you've forgotten everything that's finals. Anyway, like he, he just, he received so much flack for it. But like he was like he like Jaden was doing that, right? And he was like so much younger than Harry. I don't know. I just I think what's interesting is like um it's like you I guess what's inter- interesting about Harry Styles is that people give him credit for like stepping outside of the comfort zone when he's a white man, so like everything mm-hmm. his com- is his comfort zone. <laughs> um like he can wear he can he can pull a Shia LaBeouf and like wear uh, paper bag over his head, and Anna Winter would be like, "This well, is amazing." What, so I looked it up. Jaden wore a um, he modeled in 2016. He wore a skirt. He wore women's wear in a Louis Vuitton campaign. Louis Vuitton. And I mean, <laughs> one also, of those like, brands. I also think too. He's also wore stuff on the red carpet too. Like he had that. Like I don't know who it was. It might have been Chanel. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, I I think he's a really good example of someone who's like doing this stuff I I think what you said about comfort zone is such a is such a good point too right because you think about like even just this past year um Lil Nas X has had so much controversy for the stuff he wears right that like isn't you know and he's just Mm -hmm. like I'm just living my life wearing my things and people he gets a lot of controversy for it but like Harry wears the same thing and it's like Vogue you know like it's yeah or not even the same thing. He wears something that's like less interesting. Like honestly, like it's just like okay, you're wearing a gown. It's a Gucci gown. It's like a thousand dollars. Cool. You yeah. Know? Like I. So in the twenty twenty Brits, I guess the beginning of this year, um, Harry wore a bright yellow suit with a purple bow tie. It was like it was very like it was um. What is the stuff that tutus are made out of? Like whatever that means. Tool. Yes, thank you. That word. Tool. Fashion experts we are. Wow. Wow, look at me. Fashion Institute you of America so hit me up. You had like this purple tool bow. And like it was just, I mean, it was not my favorite look. It wasn't my like my cup of tea, but like sure, it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, fine. Um, and I think it's like there have been people who've been wearing that stuff for years. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's fine that he's wearing it. I don't have yeah. any issues, but like, yeah, again, like, I just think that's like, you, you give a lot of credit to a basic white man for doing basic white man things um, for not, for not looking, I guess, like a basic white man, but like, for you sure. know, that would make some interesting. And I think, but 
But I think where Harry was really wise and what we've talked about Harry being really wise about, right, that he doesn't say anything, right? Like he does the thing and he lets everyone like give him praise for it, but Harry doesn't respond. So like it kind of like allows people to be like, well, he never said he was trying to do this or blah, blah, blah. And then it wasn't until like, (laughs) it wasn't until this Candace Owens moment where she was like, bring back manly men that like Harry was like, I am a political activist. I know. Um, <laughs> it's just so funny to I me. I honestly think it's really interesting because I did not think he was going to respond at all. Because I was like, this is Harry. We haven't responded to Oscar or, excuse me, Grammy <laughs> nominations. We haven't responded to, he got, um, he won Variety Hitmaker of the Year, which I guess that's what the cover was for. Um but like we have no comment on anything right he wished people a happy thanksgiving and like he's filming his movie living his life right so i kind of think i expected him to not say anything right because that's typical harry styles i think it's really interesting the kind of moment we're in and all he said right this is so this is still brilliant harry because all he did was quote candace owens with a picture of himself eating a banana you know like it's not um it's not necessarily direct it's not like it's the genius line of like a direct response without like making a huge statement it's like literally like i saw what you said here i am um he also i mean he also apparently i think has like made some like twitter or or instagram comments like making fun of trump's campaign which like i think is you know i just think we're in a different era of harry being a little bit more open with this stuff which i think is going to be really interesting for how he talks about his fashion Okay, but like, here's my thing. So he responded with bring black, bring back manly men. Here's my issue. All Harry did was wear a dress and a skirt. That's all he did. He didn't wear makeup. And of course, yes, he like paints his nails. But I'm just like, Harry, my dude, a stylist did this for you. A queer designer did this for you. And a winter did this for you. All you did was wear the dress. You are, you have your, like, I just don't get <laughs> like, that he I mean, is a manly man. I, and also, I just feel like it's important to say, I will draw Harris Reed, um, <laughs> designs a lot of things for Harry, um, and they are a genderqueer designer, and, like, wear a lot of cool things themselves, and, like, yeah, um, I, yes, yes, I, I agree with you there. I think that the thing is, like, well, and that's why I think it's going to be interesting, right? Because for so long, he's gotten along without saying anything, right? Like, he's just like, here I am. I wore, I wore a dress and I'm going to, no, I'm going to go away and wear my, like, and, you know, when you, the other thing too is, right? Like, Harry doesn't walk around the streets in these things. It's on stage. It's in magazines. Um, he's not showing up to parties like mm-hmm. this. He's not, you know, like, he's not like, I mean, nobody's showing up to parties hopefully right mm-hmm. now, but I mean, he's playing I think what's such, it's such an interesting contrast right now to see him playing a 1950s man in a movie, right? Like, he's like, it's just mm-hmm. like, he's not. He's so blatantly transparent exactly. in his performance. And I say like, maybe. And maybe I that's mean, refreshing. But I also think that like, you look at a lot of these artists who aren't necessarily like dressed up in the same way they would be on, you know, people like the artists we've all were mentioning who are all his style inspirations, right? It's not like every time they go out, they're like dressed in like all their full, you know, like a full outfit. You know what I mean? Like they go casual to like the rest of us. But I think like, like it's so clear that Harry is like camera on camera off, you know? Um, And I don't, I don't think that means it's less genuine. I don't think it means it's like any less like a part of his like, gender as performance is like the whole point right like he gets to decide when and how he performs gender and like how he plays with that but I also think that like he's not necessarily just feels like when he wants to play with those boundaries in these very contained settings that's when he feels like he's doing something that's pushing something which is fine but there's plenty of people who like that is their existence right like their existence is to be like to live in that liminal space you know what I mean like and that is like how they feel like they best express themselves on an everyday basis they do not get Bo solo cover shoots. They don't. Nor do they get any acclaim. If anything, they get they get made fun of, of even like, further. But I and I guess it's like, but like for some people, I think especially for for a lot of gender queer and trans people, they only not. It's not even just like a risk of like made fun of. It's literally a risk of death, right? Like it's like life or death for some people. 
And like, that's why I think I get kind of like, yeah, you're right. Not to say that that means that Harry can't normalize it and like, you know, like do his only thing, but like, there's a risk there that he does not have. And like, I think for me, if he was like openly talking about that risk on an everyday yeah. basis, he's like, I'm bringing awareness to this risk. I can do this differently. But he's not. He's saying, he's like shrugging off, like, you can wear whatever you want now. And like, yes and no, you can wear whatever you want, Harry. Everyone else can't. For sure. And no, like, not to bring in like the Zane comparison again. <laughs> because. Because I think only because, like, of course, remember the controversy of Jane and Z and J- Zane and Gigi being in the gen in like the gender fluid, fashion fluid like thingy, and then 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 Zane and Gigi being like, we didn't say anything, we didn't say any of that, right? And I think, um, I think where I appreciated Zane and how Zane and Gigi handled handled that is that they're like, we literally were just like we like wearing each other's clothes. That's it. We did not say that we were like, we didn't try and claim that we were these like, um these like trends these like mavericks or like trailblazers we just didn't we just like like each other they're probably like hella lazy too we just want to wear each other's clothes where i feel like harry's response to candace owens and like him and like he and his stylist and his like um his his manager just like you know like direct like kind of like subtweeting her it's like i think you're so right it's like there's this like lack of understanding of like like, why don't you fully understand that, like, you are not the person who was most at, made most at risk yes. by Candace Owens' statement? And, like, even, and even if GQ, like, G, like, I, you wrote it down here, like, I'm looking, it's really cool what, being on TikTok now and watching what, like, Gen Z does in terms of fashion. And, like, you see these Gen Zers, like, wearing pearl necklaces. And, like, I know, like, because of Harry, right? And I just think it's, like, even if GQ were to start, like, and they have been, like, if they start, like, spotlighting things that various things that Harry wears, it's, like, yeah, but, like, that works for, like, a certain body, for a certain, like, a, for a certain way that you present yourself in the world, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, Harry Styles can go on her Howard Stern and Howard Stern could talk about, like, your love for models and aren't you just, like, we'll talk about this, like, later, but it's, like, you're still, like, you're still, like, dude who can just get all the tricks, can't you, dude, you know? And I think, um... Uh, and I think that's kind of what's really strange <laughs> about, I think what you just said, it's like, if he wants, if he wants us to see him that way, then like, we want him to like fully live into the responsibility of of, of having that, right? Like actually speak out exactly. and actually like know exactly think, what you're like, talking about. Yeah. I, Cause I think, I think too, and I read the Vogue article, right. And I think for me, he hasn't said that he's a trendsetter, right. I think that Gucci, that, that Gucci ad is the closest he said. He's he's not even saying he is, right? Like, he's talking, like, these deep thoughts about art. But, like, he's never saying that he's setting trends. He's always said he's inspired by people. But he's letting, he's letting, he's letting himself yeah. be called that, right? Like, there's really no, there's no 2013 Harry shyness of, like, why mm-hmm. am I here? Um, he's fully, like, yes, vote cover. Um, mm-hmm. And let's be real. Harry Styles in 2020 doesn't need a vote cover. He can very clearly turn it down. He can say, no, I don't think I'm the person who needs to be doing this. I don't deserve, you know what I mean? Like, and I understand, like, he's under no obligation to do that. But I do think at some point, a grown-up Harry needs to start navigating those bounds differently. I think in a lot of ways, right? Like, not even like, I think we've talked about his music too, right? Like, at some point, Harry Styles needs to be held accountable um in a lot of his life for sure and I think mm-hmm. someone I think about is how Niall handles it right like of course Niall will never receive that kind of critical he hasn't received the critical acclaim he was not his album was not called the rumors of his time but like I think when Harry like when Niall talks about his music I think Niall is very I don't know there's like a I know that you say that like Harry doesn't exactly claim it he like talks himself he talks to himself as being, being inspired, but there's a way that Niall's like literally just like, no, I love this band, so I wanted to do this kind of music. Or even Louis, right? And I think what's weird about Harry is that I think, I think he's like, yeah, I was inspired by these people, but also here are my takes on what creativity means. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, I think like, yourself, I think, son. Yeah. Um, and I think like for me, some of it has to do with like the very clear collaboration too. I think that like musically and like, I don't think that Niall or Louis, or, you know, like, I don't think any of them them think of them, even Zane, 
does not think of them, they think of themselves as like fashion trendsetters, right? They're just like, I wear what I wear. Sometimes people pay me to wear things. This is cool. Exactly. Wait, we're and aware, and here's the stylist who makes me wear it. Are, who his designers are, who like he's, and I mean, I think that like his designer and his stylist have like talked about like how he's a very active part of that process. Like he's like that. Like it is a, it has I think like a long history in like the Larry world. So like I don't want to get down that road. But he wanted an outfit for I think one of his music videos, and that's how had started Harris Reed started designing for um for Harry and Harry told Harris Reed I like I need uh, like I, I can't tell you much about it but it has to be this particular shade of blue and like Harry was insistent about this shade of blue and like <laughs> which is um again something again one of those like weird mysteries about Harry that I will not understand because he has worn this shade of blue constantly and like just one of those times you're like Harry what I know but like why you, you know why Em you know why poor <laughs> Louie um, <laughs> and again he, he doubled down on it the variety hit makers it was the same shade I'm like your eyes don't even I don't I don't get it I just don't get it I think he, he, Harry is a nice canvas for things right like I'm not gonna deny it <laughs> Harry is an attractive guy He's a nice canvas. You can put a lot of things on here and he still looks good. Truly. Um, you also can put a lot of colors on him and he still looks good. That blue is not his only color. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. But, oh yeah, the yellow is not good. Except that yellow that really washed him out. golden though in that music video. And the pants he wore, the pants were cool too. Um, the custom Bodie, is it Bodie pants? Whatever, however you say that name. Um, they were cool in the Vogue photo shoot too. Um, but like, yeah, I think, so you brought up I also just wanted to point out just because I think it's important when we talk about like classic things of Harry Styles fashion um that like two things Harry Harry consistently wears necklaces which like is not I think notable for most people you know like what a necklace groundbreaking really interesting about Harry's necklace wearing is he picks a necklace per era that he wears other necklaces he wears other things but he consistently wears it so we had like the paper plane era on like and Taylor Swift had another had a paper plane necklace that she wore in the Out of the Woods music video. And people were like, oh my gosh, hey, you know, matching necklaces. Not going to get there. But he wore the paper plane for a while in the One Direction days. He also wore the cross. He still wears the cross sometimes. And it was a crucifix, I think, for a while. That's cross, I think. Don't call me on that. Um, and then he, like, moved into the pearl necklace phase, like you kind of, like you mentioned, you know. Um, and But he really only started wearing the pearl necklaces with this new album it was like new era new necklace here is my pearl necklace era and what i mean he wears the pearl necklace i mean like harry goes to a radio interview in a t-shirt like high-waisted flare pants and a pearl necklace which is i mean it's fine but like it's like pearl necklace everywhere we wear like we're going out pearl necklace you know what I mean um it feels like he just like it's like his go-to jewelry item like for certain time periods and things rotate in and out but like I just think it's really interesting that he's like a consistent like necklace per time period I don't know if it's intentional I feel like it probably is um there we are the other thing about Harry that I just think is an important mention in fashion world is the rings because like his ring collection I think has grown and expanded but like Harry is always wearing like seven rings, something like that. Like he wears a whole lot of rings, um, which I think he's like, he started wearing during his One Direction area. And now I just, the only reason why I bring up the rings is because he consistently has rings that have an H and an S on them, which to me feels like the heart of narcissism. Oh, really? He for she. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, okay, whatever. No. <laughs> You really, honestly, you really good at me. But like, he does. I just, I think it's weird. I don't think it goes talked about enough. I've never seen anyone discuss it. I know that people have all these ideas about where he got the rings from, whose they are. Not gonna go there. Don't really care. But like, the H and the S just really bother me because I think no one talks about him. But it does feel like one of the only moments where I've seen pure Harry Styles narcissism come out. Because I don't know about you, I would not wear my rings initials. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it feels like I know who I am. I know who you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I need my initials on my 
especially when I've got so many tattoos. Em, I think what we're witnessing is your incredulity at the rest of the world not understanding how ridiculous ridiculous <laughs> Aquariuses are. Do you find, do, would you wear initial rings? Like, is that like, am I just not getting this? Okay. Okay. Probably not initial. I probably right, wear like I an initial like, necklace. Maybe, maybe like. I not rings. But I hear what you're saying because Harry kind of has this like. I, it's not about me. It's about them. He kind of has his, like, everything about him kind of, like, yes, let's, I think all these people, and not myself. It's like, such a weird off-brand thing for him. It's why I think it's bothered this. me for a long time, because I'm, like, I have no issues. You know, people wear necl- name, mm-hmm. ne- um, necklaces with their names on them. People get their names tattooed on their body. But, like, I don't think, for a man who has however many tattoos, I don't think he has his name tattooed on his body. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know how many, you know. But, that's why I think it feels weird to me no. because he has like he has so many other people's things going on, so many things that are like feel personal to him that are like permanent features on his body. But the rings almost feel like a permanent feature at this point, but they're his initials, which feel like very contrary to everything else. Um, and honestly, I feel like if I had one question to ask of Harry Styles, that might be my question: like, what's up with the rings? <laughs> but like, anyway, that's just my personal <laughs> thing. We can move on now. Just important parts about Harry Styles, the necklaces and the rings, also consistent. No, for sure. And I think it's like, it, it goes, you know, it, it begs to reiterate that like, once, like we said in the beginning of, of before this discussion, it's like, we're not trying to tell him to not to do less and like that he's doing anything wrong because we don't think he is. I think it seems like what we're asking for is like better intentionality, like, or more sincere intentionality or uh or yeah I think just like remaining consistent like allow the character you want like the public character you want us to like digest let that also like be consistent in like how you Mm. choose to express (laughs) yourself sartorically (laughs) I love having a master's degree um (laughs) um and so and so yeah I mean I think it's like I think what's also just so weird is like I just don't think he's I don't think I don't know him obviously but I think as like a fan of his from for like the last 10 9 10 or 9 years so I don't think he's changed personality wise I still think he's the same person so I think it's like it's just a bit weird to see like to have to understand him as this like fashion icon or this like avant-garde artist when it's like, but you've not changed. You're still the exact same, right? All you do is just talk I'm less. Just talk that but you're still the yeah, same no, person. I think, um, I, I think that's yeah, the thing too for me, right? Like it doesn't feel like we're seeing. And I think if too, if like we saw it like consistently, you know, like if he was like, this is how I want to be pushing myself. I honestly think part of this too. I think part of my confusion at least like a lot of our things with Harry's music and like all the attention and fame he gets it's not necessarily all with Harry too some of it is like the way other people view him right like why is the fashion world taking this kid and made him this you know what I mean like that is also my confusion and I think that's where I don't understand the fashion world I think like if Harry wants to be like for the for on the consistently consistency aspect I think there are some really cool things you can do with fashion um, and that people are doing the fashion to make it more inclusive, to make it more affordable, to make it more ethical. Um, and, and again, Harry's under no obligation to do this, right? I'm not like saying this is like Harry's sole, fa- sole responsibility, but as someone who has a brand of caring about people, has a brand of being a fashion icon now, is a basic white man. <laughs> like, I am kind of, I would love to see Harry, like, actually push for movement in the fashion industry. I I think part of this is just, like, I don't really quite understand how you can wear Gucci Mm -hmm. almost solely and can be considered a fashion icon. You know what I mean? Like, again, like, I talked about, I wear one brand. Am I a fashion icon now? Because I, like, just, like, have found a designer (laughs) that I like and I buy a lot of their clothes. You know what I mean? Like, that, I think, is confusing to me number one um but also like I mean there are a couple of like Instagram accounts whose names I'm forgetting so I'm very sorry who like all they do is they track things that Harry wears and like price them out like be like this is what this is this is how much this cost 
a lot of Harry's outfits are in the thousands of dollars. Uh, like, you know, like, I, there's nothing wrong with that. He's rich, right? Like, and I'm sure that if you do that with a lot of people, that's what it would look like. But, like, some of the stuff, I'm like, what are you doing to kind of move the fashion industry forward if all you're doing is wearing really expensive brand clothing? Um, like, mm-hmm. like, even, like, that necklace that he wore. Like, he wore this, like, mm-hmm. banana necklace, which is very, I guess, edgy. Um, and it was $450. Like, I don't own a single item of clothing. You know what I mean? Like, my full outfit, head-to-toe outfit. And yeah. I, you know, I, I just don't, I don't. I don't understand like how you can and I think about like ethical sourcing I think there's so many issues that I like consider with the fashion industry as someone who like since for now fashion critics you know um I like I think that there's a lot of general confusion I have with like how rich people are not working with ethical sourcing ethical labor practices um and also just working to make fashion more affordable I I just think that like if you're gonna become this fashion icon and you're going to take all this praise and credit for wearing gowns that are thousands of dollars, do something with it. You know, like it, if you want to be taken seriously as someone who's like trying to treat people with kindness, you got to think about like how your main source of like expression is not just serving you. I think at some point, I think that's where I'm getting. Exactly. And it's like, it's also weird to like, I mean, yeah, it's just like, it lacks, you're so right. Like it lacks all nuance. Like how can you like in June be like a proponent for black lives and people of color and then like, you know, bow to the whims of Anna Wintour who like refuses to change anything, right? Like how can you claim to be like for treating people with kindness when this fashion industry continues to perpetuate like gender, like body dysphoria, right? It's just like, if you want us to believe that you are this, like, okay, yes, avant-garde yes, yes. king, also, like, then start like, acting like, like it. There's a whole, there's a whole community of people who, like, are, are, like, doing avant-garde stuff with everyday things that, like, and you just come up here with your Gucci dress and, like, we're supposed to think that you're, like, avant-garde king and, like, social justice king? What? I mean, here's a question I have. From the location of being a woman of color, I'm just saying, I understand why there was so much anger at Gigi and Zayn, but I'm just saying, no. Did we hear the same think, kind of criticism like, about Harold? You got. You think about the way the internet and like again, Egg. I exactly <laughs> of like what Candace Owens said. Ben Shapiro got involved. All Donald Trump Jr. got involved. Ridiculous. Okay, ridiculous. It's just silly. Um, I mean, Kurt Cobain wore a dress. Like, it was just stupid. Interesting. Uh, you know, like, but the way the internet went after it, I think part of that too, I think for me, sometimes I think when social issues come up, it is way easier to galvanize around Harry Styles, right? Than it is to have the nuanced conversation about the way Lil Nas X has been treated this year. Yeah. You know, like, it is harder to do it is easier to not like acknowledge your own privilege your own like your own homophobic comments your own like racist comments about the way people dress than it than it is to defend a white man who's being bullied by people quote-unquote bullied by people um who aren't going to affect him at all right like hey i i'm not at all going to say that like internet i know the internet things hurt the things people say hurt i have to imagine that 2020 Harry Styles was incredibly hurt by Candace Owens' opinion. You know? Yes. Because it wasn't, there was nothing of substance to what she said. It was not no. even worth responding to. But. Like, literally, they just found, like, the most base level thing, and they were like, let's just say that, like, shut up. <laughs> like, it's not, like, I think that was my confusion. I'm like, listen. She's just trying to claim relevancy. Like, don't let, don't don't fall to her base. She's saying nothing. Because, because it became a controversy, because she claimed relevance, it made Harry even more relevant. Like, I, like, he, he weirdly benefited from it, right? Like, I don't think he wasn't asking to benefit from it, right? But, like, he did, which is why I think he responds. Because he's like, I hear you. Also, I'm here, right? Yeah. No, for real. 
I mean, I think what was so funny about like the Vogue cover too was like, I think it was Logan Paul on his podcast who was like defending Harry Styles. And everyone was like, oh my God, Logan Paul, the most controversial YouTuber. I, re- I agree with him. I just was like, y'all, re- I mean, this is why we just should not have had Trump at president because the conversations were happening. Like we literally have to like go 20 years. Like we have to wait 20 years to like have these conversations. Like it just is like stalling us in a, in a, in a place of discourse that we should have been having four years ago and now we're going back it's like exactly. oh we're beyond we're beyond this we are beyond we're this. having to still defend literally beyond it yeah exactly we're having to waste our time exactly. talking about men wearing dresses well okay as like started no talking about straight men wearing dress. like it's not even like but, we're yes. not even talking about like and It'd be one thing if we were talking about like, yes, straight. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like another aspect of Harry that I'm like, dude, a heterosexual passing man who we've only seen date women. I mean, cis women. Yes. Okay. Um, straight women. Sorry. I apologize. Um, but I think it's like, I think it's like you're saying it's like this, you know, we're having this it's like a danger that the conversation we're having is defending a straight passing white white um man instead of like oh let's like talk about the ways in which like what Candace Owens is thinking also like feeds into why so many um trans people are dying right and I think it's like it's that Harry didn't even like didn't even like post I don't know like I feel I'm like the bare minimum he could like post it like this yeah. is uh, yeah. actually let's talk yeah. about this yeah. instead of like I am a manly man. Shut like, up. Like, and I think at some point, like I said, I feel <laughs> he's so like, annoying. <laughs> I feel like Harry has at least seemed to grow. I know that maybe I'm being like way too kind with a grown man um, who's been in the public spotlight for ten years. He isn't new here, um, but I mean, I think there's something about being shielded at sixteen, uh, regardless of like how much media attention it got, regardless of like you know however hard that life is um he's been in this industry for 10 years he is in his mid-20s he's an adult and like him that's why I think as like I said before he needs to be held accountable at some point and I think like I have hope for Harry that like he'll be like this is where I need to go you know like oh like I might learn from this but I think I have a fear because everyone is so excited about like defending him that it's just like this in the same way with his music right like on a different level because this is like this has like risk and platform risk right but like I feel like he just gets this positive praise for like doing stuff and I'm like well okay you literally you can be Harry Styles fashion too right no comment just tweet a link to like supporting trans people who are being murdered you know what I mean like that's it you don't even have to comment on that but instead you're like here, here I am wearing again a suit. He's wearing a suit, yeah. and all he's doing is eating yeah. a banana. Like, dude, like it's not. It's it's not. Yes. Yes. He literally is cosplaying Prince, and he's not Prince. Like I'm, so, I love you, Harry. I love Harry. I do. But he's not even at the level of Prince, and I think. I think that's like a weird line. What? Harry has this weird line of humility, but also he clearly thinks he's something special. And I get like he's an Aquarius, but like it's not. At some point, I'm ready for. I'm waiting for Harry to grow up. And I think that everyone thinks Harry is this mature, great, wonderful person. I think part of me feels like Harry Styles is still being coddled, and like it just people making fun of you and not even making fun of you just being mad that you're wearing a dress on the internet is not real harassment it just isn't when you're harry styles if you're someone else yeah and they're not even mad they're just trying to stay relevant because trump's era is over and they're trying to maintain a level of cultural relevance you know like i think you're okay you're in a movie you're doing fine you know like i just it can't be about you at some point and like at some point I that, that that is just I think my hope for Harry Styles in the future is for one like kind of like if we've talked about um well no I'll start here one that he like recognizes his platform and privilege and pushes people 
And also, I think kind of like we've talked about, if he is going to do this, I hope he just pushes it further and actually like does do interesting things in fashion. Um, and like, you know, recognizes where he's come from, but also like just goes for it. Because I think I'm thinking especially like you talked about like his Met Gala outfit. I remember after the Met Gala picks. Um, so Harry wore a like black sleek um body suit I guess um it was like sheer it was awesome it was really cool um on the red carpet and then at the Met Gala after party he wore pants like very high-waisted pants like up to his chest with this like giant red bow and a white shirt and I feel like I think it was you right who at the time was like just go all the way like why are you you know why are you going halfway between just do like a little bit more you know, was that you? Weren't you saying that? Am I wrong? I hope I think so. <laughs> continue to see himself as a fashion forward person that he like actually pushes boundaries and also acknowledges the people who've been doing it way better than him for years. But anyway, um, do you have any other thoughts? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, with all that, you know, it's kind of like, it's similarly to like the the anger that I, I, the passion, I should say, that I get from like his music. It's like, I see what he's doing. I want him to go further. I'm happy with what he's doing. I'm glad that he's not, yes. he's not keeping us bored. Um, I want him to find a better tailor. Brought it up. I don't think I like, I wanted to make sure you got time to talk about what you mean by Harry Styler's, Harry's tailoring. Oh, okay. I just feel like his clothes fit him really <laughs> I just feel like they, um, yeah. I feel like, uh, like from the 2013 when he won that like award. No, I think it was a year after he was giving Emma Watson the award. Yeah. He was giving Emma Watson the award the year after, like that suit he was wearing. I was like, okay, this jacket does not fit your body. These pants don't fit you either. I don't see what's happening. Um, and I just feel like, you know, a nice, this is why I like Niall's fashion because Niall, gets a good sailor like his outfits are really well tailored and harry's are just not it's really just frustrating which is why i miss caroline watson i will say this caroline watson she had him in a tailored outfit she truly did um and so i just want him to bear i want him to wear better tailored clothing but maybe like the maybe fashion right now isn't about tailoring i don't know but i just feel like it's um is that like tailored clothes yeah right for like um learning from you know Christian Siriano flips hair is that you always tailor though you always tailor even if fashion is not about like you know even if like different moments are different you want the clothes to make sure they fit you even if what you're doing is different but like I, I yeah maybe that's what he's doing differently is he's not I don't know I agree mm-hmm. but anyway um now we can move on happy to talk do you have a favorite Harry Styles outfit Oh, wow. What a fun question. Um, ooh, I mean, I just like, I, <laughs> I will just like forever love like that. I mean, I, I want him to grow and I'm really happy for him, but I would just like forever love the combination of like Harry Styles in his preppy outfits in the Caroline Watson phase. Like I know he's old and I'm really happy for him. I know that his, his best is yet to come, but I will say that my favorite era of Harry was just like the, oh, the silly bow ties and like, um, and I, blazers that he used to wear. I just thought he used to look so cute. Like a, what about you? Rolling Brits outfit is one of my favorites. He hasn't had, he's had some better moments. Um, I have some least favorites too, but like, I think, um, I think that it's like a white lace bodysuit and he had these white lace gloves on. And like, I was like, this is the kind of stuff that's interesting and cool. And also like, I just feel like he found like a really good balance there and I have a lot of hopes for the future. I'm really excited to see what happens when we can see him like on stage again for that reason. I also really do like, I feel like on that note, like some of the preppy stuff, he's in a lot of cardigans these days. And I think that like, this feels like a kind of similar to like preppy young Harry, which I do like. But anyway, also, um, well, one of my favorite outfits that he's done on a red carpet is his sheer black Met Gala outfit and while it is not a dress it's almost like a little black dress speaking of little black dress let's talk about it written by Louis Liam 
John Ryan, Teddy Geiger, and Julian Bonetta for 2013's Midnight Memories, we know we already spoke a lot about this song in the Midnight Memories album Spotlight. So we figured we were allowed to share a review by an actual music critic, Stephen Hyden from Grant from Grantland Magazine in 2013, who said the so- who said this of the song during an end of year music roundup. He writes, "Quote: Look, I didn't expect to find one of the year's best rock songs in a One Direction album, but I guess it's been that kind of weird year. Little Black Dress is a perfect little two and a half minute power pop tune." Little Black Dress is a prime example of what used to be known as bubblegum music, which Lester Bangs defined as the basic sound of rock and roll, minus the rage, fear, violence, and enemy. That's Little Black Dress, all right. I have no clue whether the song is like this can be a hit in 2013, but I know a few 40-ish-year-old record collectors who would love it. Join us next week for Back for You, where we will be discussing Liam, aka Zayn and Liam's friendship, which has remained so pure. A massive thank you for listening. All the love.